Clemson and South Carolina. I like to call it the Palmetto Base Brawl for it all because it deserves a quality title, and that's what I give, quality titles. We welcome in Clemson baseball coach Eric Bakich to Sports Talk once again, but for the first time as the Clemson head coach heading into the rivalry weekend. Coach, good to have you with us once again. How are you? Doing great, Phil. Hey, thanks for having me. Always, always a pleasure. Uh, First of all, we had Coach Kingston on about an hour ago to get his thoughts on things, and we began with the weather report from where he's sitting, but you are at ground zero up there. What's the weather report? What do you think about tomorrow night? Oh, nothing that can't stop us. Might delay us for a little bit, but we'll be playing tomorrow night for sure. Now that is what we want to hear. So you feel really confident we'll be playing tomorrow night? I do, yep. The field set up well, draining well, no problems there as far as you can tell? No, we've had had the tarp on it all day and expecting some rain, you know, tonight to tomorrow. But, you know, I'm not a... I'm not a forecaster, but it looks like it's going to be out of here by tomorrow evening. Might be one of those peel it and play kind of days, but uh, all all indications on all apps and looking at everything that we can possibly look at, it looks like the rain will be out of here tomorrow night, and you know may not be able to start right at six o'clock, uh, but we'll we'll see if we can. If we can, we will. Mm-hmm. If not, and we need to push it back a little bit. Uh, I don't think either team will have a problem with. Uh, with playing a little bit later, but we're going to get that game in tomorrow night. That's good to hear. Good to hear. What is going on with your pitching situation? Notice that uh, no Ryan Ammons in your uh, rotation released this evening. Can you fill us in on what's going on there? Yeah, it's just a a precautionary thing with some some soreness and tenderness, Uh, but we've got Austin Gordon going tomorrow night with Tristan Smith behind him. We've got uh, Sunday listed as TBA, and you know, just just kind of looking at, uh, you know, all all hands on deck, and uh, you know, kind of shifting around some roles to, uh, you know, to do whatever we have to do to come out on top tomorrow. When did Ryan start feeling not right to where you had to set him down here for a little while? It was just something that had developed uh, after his start last Friday, and you know, we we're going to need him for the long haul, obviously, and. Um, doesn't look like anything that's going to have him out long term. So you know, just just more, you know, more playing it safe, and hopefully we'll get him back here uh, as quick as possible. All right. So you guys started out four and zero. You've lost your last four. You're four and four coming in. But how are you feeling about the team? I mean, a four game losing streak is never something you want to have to deal with. But uh, as you look at the overall body of work, how are you feeling going into this weekend? Yeah, the the last four games have obviously been been very disappointing. Uh, the UCF series, the game was tied after six in all three games, and those were three losses that uh, you know that we suffered at the end of the game. And and uh, I thought we had a chance to uh, really blow the game open early against South Carolina Upstate. You know, and those are those are quality opponents. You know, that's that's one thing we've done is is. Uh, you know, the last four games have been against good teams, and uh, we just, we unfortunately have not played our best baseball, uh, but I told the team to stay positive, and uh, we will utilize, use this adversity to our advantage. It's something that's going to be good for us. We'll toughen us up and teach us how to respond, and uh, going into a rivalry weekend like this, 
you know, it doesn't matter if we're eight and zero or four and four or zero and eight. It's you know the best, the team that plays the best is is going to win in a rivalry weekend. I remember this series all too well, even though it was 21 years ago, and it followed it very closely over the last 21 years. And uh, it has always been heated. It has always been a battle. Uh, we know South Carolina has a great team, nine and zero. They've taken care of business. They've got power hitting. They've got power pitching. They look like a uh, a balanced, complete team, and we're going to have our work cut out for us. We're going to have to play well and certainly play much better than we've played the last four games. How do you think your two announced starters right now, a couple of young guys, will handle the pressure of that moment of the big rivalry game and, and getting the ball Thursday, I'm sorry, Friday and Saturday, based on what you've got right now? How do you think they'll handle the pressure of that moment? I think they'll handle it great. It's what we've trained for. It's what we've trained for you know, really since day one, uh, we've talked about respecting this rivalry and giving this rivalry the respect that it deserves. And the way you respect a rivalry is your preparation. And we have prepared for this. You know, this is not just a week of the South Carolina series. This is something that's just a part of our program. It's ingrained in the foundation of our program. We feel like uh, like like the fans on both sides feel like like this is the best rivalry in all of college baseball, and we have prepared for it and trained for it um, to to respect this rivalry in that way. So um, you know, I know college baseball is better when Clemson and South Carolina are two of the top teams in the country. It makes for a great rivalry. It makes it's great for our state, and uh, and it's great for college baseball. So uh, we've been preparing for it since day one. Uh, regardless of what age the guys are that are pitching and playing in it, uh, they'll be ready for it as well. Talking with Coach Eric Backich of Clemson about the USC and Clemson series uh, coming up this weekend and looking at some of your offensive numbers, the left side of your infield certainly delivering Blake Wright at shortstop and Benjamin Blackwell third base, both hitting over 400, and then the freshman behind the plate hitting 424 and Caden Grice at 333. But you're not getting a lot of power just seven home runs thus far. Is that? Did you expect going in that this was going to be a team that would not hit, might hit for some average, but not for a lot of power? Or is the power eventually going to show up? I think I think this is a team whose power is definitely going to show up. I mean, we've got we've got guys like Caden Grice who um, have massive power potential, and um, <clears throat> you know we've we've done a really good job you know, highlighting some strengths in other areas. We've weaponized our speed. We've done a much better job of battling with two strikes, cutting down on the strikeouts, putting more pressure on teams, and, and the power will come. Uh, that's just something that I think is, uh, as we get into the season, um, we'll, we'll start to slug a little bit higher. And, you know, our guys have just done a good job of, uh, you know, especially those first four games of, of battling back and and uh, being able to utilize you know different weapons whether that's uh, a bunt or a, a steal or extra 90s or a hit and run uh, but we definitely want to want to slug and we want to do damage and we want to get our best swing off with less than two strikes and uh, I would say that those those power numbers are definitely coming and the best is yet to come with some of these guys especially. Well you're Team batting average is three eleven. That's excellent. But you mentioned the the base stealing. You're you're six nationally, twenty eight stolen bases, caught only twice. 
So are you just are you giving your guys most of them, maybe not all of them, but are you giving most of them basically the green light when they when they get on base, guys, go for it when you when you think you have the opportunity? Some of them do, yeah. Some of them we we it's got, we work on base running every day and we work on base stealing every day. It's just, you know, we want to pride ourselves on running the base as well and you know, those have also been, we've been aggressive and sometimes overly aggressive and ran into some outs. So I think we'll even get better uh, at that part of our game as well uh, as as the season goes. It's just one thing that we prioritize is growth and improvement. And when you're on that track, there really is no finish line. It's just, it's constant. The target is constantly on improvement and constantly on growth. And, you know, that that type of mindset has allowed some of the teams I've been able to coach in the past to, to surge and continue to get better as the season goes on and have that surge uh, late in the year when it means the most. And so hopefully this, this is one of those teams that keeps improving and keeps improving and improves in all areas. Uh, but we, we have been able to uh, utilize the speed and the extra nineties and, and run into base as well. Uh, but we, we certainly uh, even have more room for improvement in that category as well. How I know it's young. It's a small sample of just nine games, but your freshman catcher, Cam Canarella, 424 batting average, seven runs batted in for you, a double, a triple. Uh, what do you like about him? Is he, a, is he the complete package at catcher, can hit, and is also a good defender? He is the complete package. He's actually playing center field for us, uh, but he has got a slow heartbeat for a freshman. He's got a good left-handed swing. He's one of those throwback baseball players that just can hit line drives from the left field line to the right field line. He's got good speed and just the, the poise for a young kid, the poise for a freshman. He's he's able to stay neutral and doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low, and just finds a way uh, what feels like uh, with the unique ability to just stay centered. And that, that, that ability is, is a unique mental toughness that he's got about him that you don't see commonly in freshmen who emotionally may get high and low at times, but he's he's done a really good job of being able to stay centered. And I should apologize to Cooper Engel. My bad. I misread my notes here. Uh, I saw the C, and I was thinking catcher, not center fielder. But still, freshman center fielder coming in and playing that well for you. That's that's impressive. And and Cooper Engel's a veteran guy for you behind the plate. He had such a good season offensively last year. Maybe not quite the start offensively that he had last year, but a, a solid guy for you behind the plate. Yeah, and he's a guy that I would say he's he's maybe having his best offensive year, and the thing that doesn't show up in the stat sheet is about eight lineouts that he's hit on the screws, mm. and I mean just as hard as you can hit balls over 100 miles an hour that uh, it seemed like every ball that he hit against UCF was right at somebody uh, but that's one of those guys that the stat sheet doesn't tell the story because uh, his quality at bats are over over sixty percent, which is which is very good. It's an elite category. We try to shoot for fifty percent quality at bats, and he's over sixty. And uh, he's a phenomenal hitter. Another guy that's a throwback that just has the ability to go line to line and spray the ball around, and also hit for power. Uh, he's hit a home run to the pole side. He's hit a home run right down the opposite field line. Uh, but just a gamer, a gritty player, um, and just one of those guys that 
he we really like him setting the table and, and hitting in that leadoff spot just because his his plate decisions are really good and the quality and the consistency of his contact is also really good. Well, we're looking forward to being up there tomorrow night and seeing you guys in action. We're going to hold you to your word that uh, there will be baseball tomorrow night at Doug Kingsmore. So, um, cro- what is it? Uh, cross your fingers and uh, uh, pray. What, what, sane and who was it? What's the, what's the saying? Um, the old pitching saying, sane and uh, who are the two great pitchers? I know. Come on, coach, help me. Bail me out here. It's. Uh, Oh well, I don't. So, I don't know if I know the saying, but you can just bank on we're playing ball at Doug Kingsmore tomorrow night. It just may be a little later than what's on the on the schedule card, but we're playing, and everybody uh, everybody can be assured of that. Uh, so we're going to do everything in our power to make sure we play ball tomorrow night. And it looks like just looking at that forecast that it may be a little later, but we're playing. Uh, very good. Something insane and pray for rain, but I'm going to pray not for rain tomorrow night. And let's let's get the pitching on the mound and, and get going. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, have a great weekend. Look forward to being there covering you guys throughout the weekend, and we'll talk to you again. Yes, sir. Thank you, Phil. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. As always, thank you very much. All right, Coach Eric Backich joining us tonight from Clemson. Appreciate his time with us. What is that doggone Something insane and and pray for rain. But we're not praying for rain. And Coach Backich has said they're going to play baseball tomorrow night, so you can make your uh, make your plans accordingly uh, around that. All right, we thank Coach for being with us. And, again, he tells us Ryan Ammons is out this weekend, got a little bit of a arm thing going on that they're just uh, holding him out, but it's not believed to be anything serious there. And they expect him to be back uh, in the near future. So that's why he was not part of the – rotation.